What is that from? Um, a the commercial, I believe. No, not good the sound morning, of music. Good morning to you. To you. I think that's the sound of music. When was the last time you saw that movie? Um, I don't know, a couple years ago. My mom probably put it on at some point. That's a Christmas movie, right? People watch that around Christmas time. I think it's, yeah, you know. But in reality, it's more like Christmassy the way Harry Potter is Christmassy. Like Christmas happens in the movie and there's a song, which there's no song in Harry Potter, but there's a song. You know, a few of my favorite things. Well, no. That doesn't even happen on Christmas. Does it? In the movie? Yeah, by Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What's more? What's more? Uh, what's more Christmassy? I don't really want to do too much because we're recording this. We're a little backwards. We just had our Christmas episode. But what's more Christmassy, Harry Potter or Die Hard? Um, I like saying that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah, me too. I've never watched it on Christmas though. I think it's, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Whatever. There's Christmas decorations all throughout. Yeah, it's just as much there's as a not Christmas that movie. many. There's more Christmas decorations in Die Hard than there are in Harry Potter. But I think Harry Potter's more of a Christmas movie. That's just because FX decided to make it a Christmas movie. ABC Family. ABC Family is a Harry Potter marathon. The last uh, Harry Potter movie came out on July 14th. Doesn't sound very Christmassy to me. You want to know why I know that? Yeah, but that's the last one. The last two are not Christmas movies. No, they're not. Because they are, like, separate. They're not normal Hogwarts years. Yeah. You know? It's just one through, like, five. Anyway. The reason I know that is because a mechanic shop on my way to work has a billboard. That says that? That has Deathly Hallows Part 2 still on the billboard. That's sick. It's so funny. Abandoned billboards are weird. I feel like there's more billboards in this town than there are anywhere else. You know? I feel like every other town, every other city, it's just like billboards are only on the highway. But there's like billboards fucking everywhere here. Yeah. It's, um... Like, you know those F, uh, FY, FYC, for your consideration? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone who doesn't know, they just put up sh- fucking billboards for like shows and movies that are already out and already exist. Like, there will be a Big Bang Theory billboard. Why? Because they want it to be considered for, like, awards or whatever. It's a little strange. It's a little strange thing. It's almost like a thing that they do just because they can in Los Angeles. Because it doesn't feel like... Like, yes, Los Angeles is huge, and yes, it's an entertainment hub, but for, like, purposes of advertising, like, is getting... Advertising so heavily in Los Angeles, like billboard wise, like grassroots marketing, like that, worth it. I think it's just why can't why don't they do that in like South Bend, Indiana? It would definitely work way better in other cities. I think it's just like fucking clout. Well, yeah, like if Big Bang Theory decided they wanted to be the number one TV show in Philadelphia and they just bought as many billboards as they could in Philadelphia, it probably would work. That, but also it's like if you if you have a bunch of billboards here. Like the gatekeepers and the people who decide what gets what. That's what that's the for your consideration. 
So the people who decide about the awards, they yeah. want to get those people thinking about it. But guess what? Those people don't give a shit about your billboard. Those people only care about your Rolls Royce. You know who cares about your billboard? Me in my Honda Civic. Market towards me, not the gatekeepers. Nobody loves your podcast. Anyway. Uh, that was something I was thinking about. Maybe we should start doing intros here. You should be like, what's mm-hmm. up, ladies and gentlemen? Good morning. This is David. I'm Carl. For those of you who are new, this is the Nobody Loves You podcast, where we sit here and we talk shit and sometimes ask somewhat interesting questions about music and creative endeavors. What a great intro, Carl. Now, today's topic, we're going to talk about my father and how one time <laughs> he annihilated his taint to the point where he couldn't pee. Anyway. <laughs> so Sometimes we do that. Hang on. So, Mr. Loving, I'm going to spill your beans, pops. Uh, my dad is being interviewed on television. What? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, he called me this morning and he's like, you got to like teach me how to use Zoom. He's doing a Zoom interview with the doctor that fixed his taint. And uh, Temple, like Temple Hospital. What? On Damn. The- so your dad is like a m- true medical marvel then. So let's, let's go over <laughs> it. Let's go over it. I'm just going to tell this story. I've heard it plenty of times. Yeah. No, go ahead. So my dad's a contractor, and he was helping uh, a neighbor with um, building a house. And he was up standing on some wood, nailing some shit in or whatever the fuck he was doing. And here's one piece of wood, and here's another piece of wood. And he was stepping to the second piece of wood, one foot still on the original, slipped and fell on what can only be described as a trident of plywood. Just like a fucking triangle, just like well, that. So they had built like a temporary railing for some stairs, and he fell onto the temporary railing. Is that right? I do not. I have no idea what the... What they were building, or like oh. what part of the house they were building. But he fell all- onto a fucking giant wooden wedge. Yeah. Up his fucking taint, bro. It's pretty incredible. Actually, uh, I'll, I'll get, yeah. So here's a photo of the wedge. <laughs> my neighbor actually, <laughs> my neighbor actually took the wedge that he fell on and made it into a trophy. So this is the wedge that he fell onto. Full body weight from like four feet, five feet up. Yeah, you know those fucking skate videos where like people like take a railing to the balls? That's what he did. But this corner right there went right into his taint. And he's like, ouch, 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 ouchy wah that hurt. Those were his exact words. <laughs> so he's like, oh, fuck, that hurt. All right, I need a minute. And then um, he's like, I should... Uh, uh, put some ice on it. And he's like, I got, I, I, this is too bad. Like, I'm bleeding. I got to go to the hospital. This is fucked up. And he said he got in his truck and he drove home. By the time he got home, there was so much blood that it had melted the ice that he was holding onto his fucking tank. Ah, uh, dude. Okay. Um, and, uh, I think he was I guess trigger warning for anybody who's a little bit queasy. <laughs> I'm trying to piece it together. I haven't told this story in a while. So I think he something happened like he, he like went home and maybe just like called it a day or whatever. 
Maybe. No, he definitely did get stitches. No, he didn't get stitches or anything like that. Whatever. So he calls it a day because it's the next day. Or maybe he went to the hospital and they told him he was fine or something like that. And he's like, oh, fuck. Okay. The next day, he is back at the job site. Same job site where he annihilated this taint <sighs> oh just 24 hours ago. And he's like, huh, I haven't peed this morning. <laughs> I haven't peed. Oh, well. I mean, it's like, maybe I just got to drink a little bit more. So he starts pounding Gatorade like it's his job. And he's like, I get hydrated so I can pee. And then... After like two hours of not pissing and chugging Gatorade like it was his job, he really had to pee. And he was going to try to piss and nothing was coming out. And he was like, dude, I think my fucking taint is swollen shut. So he now is in excruciating pain just from having to piss. Goes to the hospital again. He's like, Doc, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Uh, <laughs> this is like fucking with me so much right now. I really? don't know why. I've heard this story so many times. I'm like, ugh. So there's a nurse like <laughs> trying to talk to him like, okay, what's your name? What's your name? And he found <laughs> he was in the bathroom. <laughs> he had taken off all his clothes completely naked and he found that if he sat on the toilet and like pressed on his bladder you could just get like a little dribble so this lady is like trying like okay what's your name and he's just like oh my god shut the fuck up shut the fuck up and he's just trying getting some semblance of relief oh yeah so then he had to have uh, maybe like reconstruct something like that the doctor had to go in and basically reconstruct his taint uh, well, what it was like part of his urethra was fucked up, right? Oh, I forgot the worst part. This is going to make you cry. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So he couldn't piss. So the doctor is like, all right, lay down. Essentially an EpiPen right on his bladder. Kunk! Oh, my God. They just squeezed him. <laughs> no, no. They popped him. Oh, oh. He like fucking... <laughs> and it started coming out of like the EpiPen thing. I think I think he said they missed one time, like, kunk, like oh, I guess that wasn't it. And then they, they had to go again. Fucking stabbing vital organs. <laughs> like, oh shit. Sorry, um, that was a kidney. Uh, we'll might, address that later. That might have been me just making <laughs> stuff up. I don't remember if that's true or not. Um <laughs> Yeah. But the doctor who fixed his taint is gonna be him and my dad are doing an interview with like Temple University Medical something. He's gonna be on like Local TV. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't realize how crazy of a job Doc did. But when was the last time you heard somebody annihilating their taint to the point where it sealed shut? The answer is only Brad Loving. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. He's I can't, a medical it's marvel. So funny. It's so funny to me because obviously like the fact that they want to interview your dad means that that was like the peak of that doctor's career. He's like, I've never done better work in my life was fixing you up. I just want to reiterate. I'm going to show the photo again. This trophy is the best thing fucking ever. All right. And now this is his taint. <laughs> Post fall. Nah, nah, we won't nah, do that to you. We nah, won't do nah, that to nah. you. This is, maybe on a Patreon someday, but my dad is fucking 
He's a he's a funny dude. He gets he doesn't get hurt all the time, but like a, but he does get hurt. He gets like fucked up. Like I remember when we were younger, he broke his back. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. That's fucked up. He fell out of a tree. People ask him what he was doing in the tree. He says raking leaves. Um, <laughs> and he like went to the hospital. It's jokes like that that make me think that this interview is going to be unhinged dude, for your father. Dude, that's what he said. He's like, like, dude, I don't think they're going to be able to use anything. I was like, why? He's like, think about the way I describe stuff. Yeah, like your dad <laughs> is not going to be good at talking to medical professionals for no. television. I, I was like, He's dude, just, be, I was like, dad, like, just so... Like, what was the experience like? He goes, well, I don't know. How would you feel if you blasted your fucking urethra open? <laughs> like, he's like, nah. I, t- I was like, dude, I, you got you to gotta find out the medical term for the gooch. Because taint is definitely not, <laughs> is de- not, definitely not in Webster's Dictionary. What is the, the fucking, what is that called? The landing strip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, should we Google it? Shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, th- I'll do. The, I'll do the heavy lifting for you, Dad. Medical name for taint. Proper medical term for taint. The peri. I can't read. <laughs> Uh, perineum. Perineum. The region of the human body between the testicles or vagina and the anus. Huh. He had a perineum obliteration. <laughs> <laughs> um, a laceration. Yeah. And more. Yeah, when my dad broke his back, he was, uh, he went to the hospital and they, like, put him on drugs because he was, like, f- like, he, like, gave him painkillers and he was fucked up. And they had like an AKG on him, like the thing to take your heartbeat or whatever. And the nurse started taking him off and he's all like kind of fucked up. But he's also just like woozy from the pain. And he's a, he's a real jokester. And he's just like, don't pull the plug, you heartless bitch. You haven't even given me a chance. <laughs> you know, it's uh, Brad Loving, everybody. What a funny yeah. guy. Maybe we'll have him. Maybe we can have my dad on the podcast one day. Yeah, we can f- try and figure out Zoom. and. No, 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 like what you want to bring him out here where we can go home you want to try to just fucking rip a podcast at home like we could go to guitar center and fucking oh i guess yeah we'd have to find a fucking camera somehow but i was gonna say we could just buy a bunch of shit at guitar center and then return it before we leave we could do our best but i don't i have a strong feeling that's not gonna happen it's fair but if it does sick yeah um Loving home improvements for those of you in the fucking tri-state area. If you want a contractor that will not quit unless under <laughs> extreme emergency. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys. Um, that was fun. I don't know what else to talk about because I'm just thinking about... You get hurt a good bit. Blasted taints. I do, but it's not like that. It's not as entertaining. It's more just... Yours are like shitty. Ironic and like... Let me tell you the story about how Carl... I have like a fucking rain cloud over my head when it comes to my injuries. It's like... Carl one time went to the gym and fucking died. Yeah. He got rhabdo... This is a podcast. Everybody's a fan of Joe Rogan that's probably listening and is familiar with Sober October. You know that thing where Joe Rogan almost got rhabdomyolosis because he was running for four hours straight 
Well, that's what happened when I tried to do bicep curls twice in one day. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was very skinny. I mean, I'm still skinny now, but I probably weighed like 30 pounds less than I do, if you can believe it. And uh, yeah, I was in the hospital for five days because I lifted too much weights and didn't eat enough. And uh, That was really funny to me. Because yeah. I knew you weren't going to die. And That's I'm, why I'm afraid of needles, is that fucking hospital trip. Because they took my blood like three times a day, and the one day, like the shift got switched. So I had like a vet taking my blood, and then I had a... Like a veterinarian? No, like a... a I know. <laughs> and, then, and then my last two days or last three days, whatever, it was a fucking student doing her residency. And she would miss my veins a lot. Hell yeah. And I was just getting fucking poked and prodded. I left looking like a fucking heroin addict. It was awful. Uh, and I don't fuck with needles anymore. I Thanks, remember. Bitch. I remember we uh, came to visit you. And uh, we did two things. One, we first laughed at you because Carl wouldn't move. He had an IV. A lot of it is like you have to rehydrate yourself. <laughs> And that's had, all it is. Yeah. I was just hooked up to an IV on full blast. So you watch the like the drip on the fucking bag and it's just going like <laughs> like it's not it's like wide open, bro. Carl uh thought he wasn't allowed to move his arm with the IV in. So by the time we got there, this is like day 2 or something <laughs> like that, his whole arm it looked like my sweatshirt right now. It was, it was just like filled <laughs> with <laughs> IV fluid. <laughs> it's like Extra baggy. I was like an old lady. They had to switch the arms because I was like. (laughs) (laughs) And um, what else? We got in trouble for going on a walk. That was fucking hilarious. They put out like a a hospital wide like, where is this patient? And we were like outside on a smoking patio with the fucking (laughs) IV drip just like hooked into my arm walking around. And they're like, "Uh, they're looking for you on the fourth floor. And I was like, I just wanted some fresh air. And they're like, well, you can't do that. I was like. Oh yeah, Carl just in a hospital gown <laughs> wheeling around an IV. Oh, so good boring, time. Good bro. Time, good time. Fuck that. Staying in the hospital for m- more than six hours wouldn't recommend it. I've never had to do it. I mean, yeah. knock on wood, but like the la- oh, I, I well, I went to the hospital, but that's because I don't have health insurance. I had a fucking ingrown toenail that I had to get cut. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. For the do- sure. the doctor, fuck this guy. He like, they like gave me shots in my toe because they basically like cut you. Like if you have an ingrown toenail, that's really bad. Like I think I get, we went like hiking and then I like, got this thing and it was fucked up and then it like swole got swolded. Um, they basically cut your toenail in half and they like give you shots and then like so the shots hurt but they're supposed to numb your toe completely and then they take scissors and put it underneath your toenail and then chop it and That's when nice. the dude fucking went you're supposed to be numb underneath the toenail it hurt so fucking bad he's like can you feel that and i was like fuck yes i can feel that and he's like all right i was like just just go just go just go like, fuck it hurt hurt like a motherfucker um just goes to show how bad the actual toenail was too though yeah, it was fucked up yeah that was that was that was bad instant relief they pull that sucker yeah. out of there, though. I guess. Um, I guess you could call it instant relief. Yeah. Anyway, for anybody know. who's a queasy listener, um, sorry. 
Sorry. Let's bring in the new year. What do we got? You got any New Year's resolutions, Carl? Coming you know, up? ironically enough, given that what we do in this podcast is a lot of bitching. Last year, my resolution was to bitch less. And albeit a difficult New Year's resolution, I definitely saw a shift, at least like... Maybe not to you, because our job is to bitch to each other. Yeah. But generally to just everybody. people. Like, I was like, I'm just going to either keep my mouth shut or ask people questions and be, like, positive. Outwardly positive And not just be a fucking cunt. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. like pretty good. I'm going to probably ring that one in again, because it makes you think a lot about what you're saying. Because sometimes, like, if people are like, how you doing? And then you just are like, well, the Eagles lost, and I'm fucking pissed, and I'm also pissed off about this and this. And yeah. Then you're like, well, I'm just not fun to talk to. So I don't think I do that too much, like, to people. Like, like you said, like, I do it to you all the time. Yeah. You know? It's interesting that, like, there are certain people that I, like, fucking complain about and the people i'm closest to the most you know this is this, this probably should be my new new year's resolution because the people i'm closest to probably have the worst image of me because like i bitch to you guys all the time and i'm also a fucking like cunt to you guys all the time like i'm i would not be mean to a stranger i would be mean to a stranger if you like cut me off in traffic but like casual friends i'm usually like very cordial and nice with Speaking no matter what. Of being mean to a, tra- a teenager, I brake checked a teenager on his bike the other day. On his bike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, he was being a fucking cunt. Yeah, man, but he's a he biker. He goes, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you waiting for? So I went and then I fucking <laughs> I'd probably brake do, checked him. I'd probably do the same little, thing. Fucking little cunt. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Um, yeah, but like, I think, you know, you guys get the worst image of me because like, I bitched you guys. That's whatever. That's like, Maybe therapeutic, maybe not healthy, but also like I'm mean to you guys because I'm not mean to like my like casual friends, but because I'm so like secure with you guys and like you know that I love you guys, I'm like a like a dick. I'm not afraid to. So be what's a the cunt. resolution here? Be less of a cunt. I'll do that too. All right. To each other, though. Because we said, like, oh, we, we could play yeah, less. Not like, Colin and Justine, though. Just you and me. Yeah, just you and me, dude. Yeah, yo, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Fuck them hoes. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? What's another good one? You think I don't like to do hard resolutions anymore. Really? Not, like, hard, like, difficult. Like, hard, like, tangible. Like, I don't like to be like, I'm going to do this four times a week. See, you know what I mean? I was actually going to say the opposite. I was like, damn, like... Saying, like, complain less is a hard resolution for me because I find it easier to hard, like, this is the, it's very, it's easier to follow a rule than to, like, switch the vibe, you know? Yeah, I, like, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but for me, it's, it's just flip-flops. Yeah, I fall out of things so easily because it takes one time that you don't succeed in doing that rule that I'm like, well, it's over now. You know what I mean? But just don't let it be over. It's that simple. I know it is. You missed it? Oh, I missed it. But for me, it. it's oh, like well. if I just have a general, like, I'm trying to improve this, then I think about it, and I'm like, okay, like, let's... Th- here's the moment. Like, here's here's one of the small, many moments where I can improve on that. 
and I can remind myself that this is something that I want. And like, if I'm just following a rule, when I break it, I get discouraged from even like continuing to do it. But if I know that I'm just like, this is something I'm trying to do generally, it's easier for me to be like generally trying to get it done. Sure. That's and just... I think that's a good thing to have along. I think you use the word hard and you meant like tangible, but I also think that like just doing general blah, blah, blahs makes it easier because there's no rule for it. And if you don't do it for four months and then one day you're like, I'm going to try and not be a cunt today. Then I you are, then you succeeded. That's just easy. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's a good thing to do that. And I agree with you. You need like certain things that you're just like, all right, I'm just going to, everything doesn't need to be, I'm doing this. I'm fucking doing it. But like, I don't know, pick something hard, pick something hard, tangible. And in that it is going to be hard. Like it's difficult. Here's a fun one that you'll probably see on Instagram or TikTok in the coming month. Uh, you know what the 75 hard is? Yeah, I know 75 hard. For those of you who don't know what 75 hard is, uh, it's basically you have to do this challenge for 75 days straight. Every time you mess up, the 75-day calendar like timer restarts. So if on day five you mess up, you start back at zero. On day 72 you mess up, you start back at zero. Basically, it's two workouts. One of the which is inside, one is outside. Has to be outside. You got to read like ten pages of a book. Um, you have to follow some sort of diet. Nonfiction, by the way, nonfiction book. Nonfiction book, and then is there anything else? No drinking, no drugs, and a gallon of water, and a gallon of water a day. Apparently, the gallon of water is what people have the most trouble with. Yeah, I mean it's like easy to forget and a gallon of water is a lot of water like you have to be drinking water all day all day that's the problem is like once you fuck up like if you mess up and you don't do your workout it's like they're like 45 minute workouts and you're it's like 11 o'clock at night in theory you could be like fuck and you could just walk outside and you could just run around the block for 45 minutes but like your stomach might not be able you're not gonna fucking make yourself throw up from water Cause you're like, fuck, I only drank like a quarter of a gallon and chug three quarters of a gallon of water before you go to bed. That's fucking awful. You got to do it consistently through the day. Yeah. But you're going to try to do 75 hard. No, I wasn't even thinking about it, but no. just, you know, putting a, it out there. It's just a thing to talk about. You yeah. know, what do you think about that? It's a podcast. You know, what do you think about it? What do I think about 75 hard? Yeah. Hmm. Hurry up. Cause we're almost out of time. I think. It's difficult to do. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it's with a lot of things. I think like you're that it's like kind of situational and it's not always feasible for everybody to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm not one do, of those I'm people. Do, hang on. Hang on. I think on. I could do it. So the 75 hard. You think you think you could do it? I think that I'm like set up in a position in my life right now where if I fucking put my mind to it, I could. You know, like I have technically the spare time to do two 40 minute workouts a day. I could drink a gallon. I don't want to fucking read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day. That would be the hardest part for me. I'm a slow, I'm such a slow reader. But I guess I could. I think that one thing we live in. It just the fucking, it's the, 
I'm not like alone all the time. It's just the, that shit gets in the way. Like if you're like, okay, I have work today. So there's fucking seven and a half hours of my day. And then also like I have to do these two workouts, fit that in, fucking eating enough to support working out twice a day, drinking a gallon of water, all that shit. That's going to become like 95% of my life if I actually try to do that. I think, Especially th- on the days where I'm also going to work. And it's like, okay, if you guys are like, Carl, we're going to go get pizza and beer right now. And I'm like, I have to go run. I think you would quickly realize, I'm not saying this because I've done 75 hard, but I think you would probably quickly realize that you could fit more into your day. I think when you do something consistently enough on a regular basis, your days become like if you go to the gym every day for the first two weeks, it's like, oh, this is taking up so much time in my day. I'm doing so I'm going to the gym so much. And then the process of like getting ready to go to the gym, driving to the gym, going to the gym, eating food after showering after it does take a long time and i think after a while you get super efficient and you like instantly go instantly come back you're showered and you're eaten you're done and then also like it doesn't take up as much brain space after two weeks or something like that you're just like you'll just just get it done and then move on so i think yeah i hear what you're saying like it will take up a lot of your time and 75 hard is a is like a extreme version of just going to the gym every yeah. day it's also and it's uh, meant to do that it's right. meant to be it's meant to be like an all-encompassing like this is what you're doing mm-hmm. because it's supposed the whole idea behind it is it's supposed to kind of like teach you discipline yeah. and like teach you how to get your life together so when you stop after 75 days you could take those same uh lessons and apply them my problem with 75 hard 75 days is a lot of time and it has to be a long time, but I feel like most people could spend like a year and a half just trying to complete 75 hard and the end result of 75 hard is supposed to be you've learned discipline and you've learned hard work. Oh yeah, dude, I'm not even thinking about if I messed up. I'm just thinking about 75 days, but like, yeah, it's probably going to take way longer and I feel like it's a... It's like the thing where when people have something that they want and have to do, they pick something that's a little bit less difficult in order to procrastinate the thing that they actually should be doing. Oh, yeah. You, have you heard of 75 Soft? Is that a thing? Yeah. What is Absolutely. it? Same deal. I don't know if it's two workouts. Two workouts are one. It doesn't have to be nonfiction. You can drink on like special occasions or some shit like that. That doesn't work for me. I see they got to be all in or all out. I think, yeah. And then it's like, you know, it's like, because if you do the 75 hard, but then your birthday's in the middle of it, well, you have to drink on your birthday. So, yeah, I don't know. I, it's That's not a challenge. That's just like, hey, you want to just like be, be not- healthy? Yeah. <laughs> How about Ge- you just go to the gym a good bit and not be a fat general, fuck general and health? like. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what all of the rules are. I, I know for a fact that it is uh, it is uh, it doesn't have to be a nonfiction book. I have a fucking stupid article pulled up right now. I've read Clockwork Orange. Mm. 
I have like. Did you one, finish it? No, I have like one chapter left or whatever. It was like months ago. I just like stopped on the last. Show. I don't know what the fuck happened. Oh yeah, here you go. Ready? Eat well and only drink on social occasions. Eat well. Come Tra- on. <laughs> train for forty-five minutes every day with one day a week for active recovery. So you get one day off a week. Drink three liters of water a day. Read ten pages of any book a day. So a forty-five minute workout, one day a week. You don't. Don't eat McDonald's all the time. And. Three liters of water, which is a little bit less than a gallon. Yeah, and I know uh, him. I know about you. Gallons. Can read fucking a Dr. Seuss book every day, and you're good to go. That seems stupid, but hey, man, some people need some people need and desire like some sort of system, and if a system works for them, and it gets them to improve their life i think it's a good thing i also like well yeah you got to take out the idea that this is a modified version of the 75 hard and that if this was somebody who was just fucking a total junk food no active no active lifestyle whatsoever person and they just came up with this schedule to improve themselves you'd be like wow that's really phenomenal yeah Yeah. it just just sounds it just sounds stupid because you're comparing two things called 75 soft which is a modification of 75 hard, yeah. which obviously is a lot harder Again, and I better for you. I, just, but. I don't like I don't like when people. I guess this is to your point about the New Year's resolutions, like the really tactical New Year's resolutions. Like when people, a lot of people try self improvement. And also, let me let me be clear here: self improvement, like it's different for everybody. I don't think that everybody needs to be like fucking ripped. I'm sure as fuck not. Like, your boy over here, a little bit of chub, is what it is. I'm not like, they think there's some people who are like, yeah, you're like, I'm fucking disciplined because I have a fucking eight pack and I like work my fucking sales job every day. You know, I don't, you don't need that, but you just need to live a healthy lifestyle in order to be healthy and live the best life that is for you. And a lot of people are unhappy with their current situations, right? Self-improvement, I feel like a lot of people will go into it and they try to bite off more than they can chew. Cause we like they're going to fix themselves right then and there. Like, today I'm improved. Yeah. And also, like, yes, that, it's like, okay, instantly. But even if not, I think we live in a world where, like, you can Google, like, how to improve yourself and you're going to come up with 75 hard you know, on Google, and you, it's a crazy thing. David Goggins is gonna go, Don't be such a fucking pussy! Yeah, like David Goggins is gonna yell at you, and you're gonna get really amped up, and you're like, Yeah, I'm gonna fucking do it! I'm gonna fucking do it! And then you're like, All right, here we go. Like, no junk food, no alcohol. I'm gonna fucking work out every single day, complete. I'm going on keto. Like, and you make this list of like a million things that you want to fix about your life, and then you try to do them all at once. And then when you fail, you get discouraged. Yeah. And like m- the advice that I think everyone should probably follow is like if you fail, it doesn't mean you failed and you should give up. Like if you fail today, just fucking keep going tomorrow. But a better solution is like just pick goals that are lofty yet actually tangible. I you- think another thing is that also um, 
not that this is a substitute for actual like doing actual work if it's things that you want to achieve but the the thing that i think is true truly like uh well let me rephrase i think that there is still like a win in like still thinking about it and dissecting the things that you want the when you have truly given up is when you become complacent and you haven't and you're not thinking about it at all anymore. True. If you're down on your luck and you're still like thinking about it and you're either upset or you're trying to brainstorm ways to like get it done, um, although it's not good to just do that perpetually forever, but that's still like a win and part of the process as well. And like that's those are the foundations that you're gonna need to like build to get there. Because like I'm a little lost. Well, it's like if you get discouraged, but you feel like shit, and then you're like, "Well, I I need to do this. I still need to do that. Like, I still want this." Then you're still in the thick of like trying to improve. It's when you failed, and then you're just like, "Well, it's fine." That's when it's like when you're like, "It's fine." But I also think it's important to remember, like, like you can't just like guilt yourself and feel like shit all the time. No. And then not do anything. That's not going to help. But yeah, it's a balancing that is act. where it is where it kind of like starts. Like, it's a balancing act because I don't think you should be like, oh my god, I'm such a piece of shit. I'm such a piece of shit. Too much because if you think you're too much of a piece of shit, you're not going to do anything. But also, if you're like, oh, I mean, I failed, but like, it's no big deal. At least I'm trying. I also think that's like you're not pushing yourself hard enough. And I, I'm not saying I know the answer. I, I I don't. I don't know the answer. I also think a lot of people will. Um, I guess it goes back to what I was saying before. If they don't like something about their life. Like, and let's stop using like working out as an example because yeah. that's not great. Let's say you want to, um, you just want to be in a better place uh, in your career, right? You want to get a promotion or something like that, or you want to uh, let's sell use, more Kias, sell more Kias, or let's 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 use like. Your example of like uh, and my like be complain less, be a more positive person, right? That is a hard thing to do if you're a fucking cunt like I am, you know. Like being like, all right, I'm gonna have a positive attitude, especially if you're like upset. God, it infuriates me when I'm like, be positive. I'm already upset. It's fucking impossible. So you're trying to work towards that, and the things that you're gonna do to work towards that are like journaling all the time, or like. Understand, like you know, taking some time to understand your emotions at the end of the day, or meditating, or whatever, and that's the thing that's really difficult for you. Getting those things done is really difficult. So instead, you just go to the gym all the time, and you're not sitting on the couch playing video games or fucking off or doing drugs or whatever. You're not participating in horrible behavior. I like to do drugs and play video games too, but you know. Um, but you're just doing something that's a little bit less difficult than the thing that you actually be wa- you actually want to achieve, and in that it's like a form of active procrastination that makes you feel good, and it's like a band aid for the thing that you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like a band aid. You're like, oh no no no, I'm like I mean like yeah, I'm not doing the thing that I actually want to do, but I am going to the gym, and I think a lot of people will get caught in that where they're like, oh I want to get this done, but like at least I'm like you know getting up. And fucking going for a run every morning, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's healthy, but the goal that you're trying to achieve is something else. So don't distract yourself from your goals with just good behavior, period. Yeah. I mean, there is, uh, you know, and again, 
Well, we have no right to give anybody advice because we're not professionals in any of these fields. Definitely. However, uh, like we said, but and uh, to that point, I also want to say that you know there is like, and you said it earlier, it's all like a balancing act. The point is, is that you can't assign too much significance to anything in a way because then you're gonna like fucking get obsessed with one thing, or you're gonna dif- like discourage yourself from doing another thing like what david is saying there is a point to think about there but also don't let it you know you can't let it discourage you from trying to just build a healthy habit you know because like inadvert and this i'm not disagreeing with what you're saying you can get lost in one thing when you originally wanted something else because you're like like you said you start to feel good from it and whatever but um you know building healthy habits is building healthy habits and you like you kind of start with one thing you improve that that you can then assign that improvement and like that dopamine release that you get from like improving that aspect of your life and also you're just like setting yourself up to build like these healthy habits like you said when we were talking about like going to the gym like it becomes second nature you get into the habit you're very efficient at it and then you move on to the other things you know everyone if Again, who sim- knows what the fuck we're saying? Right similar now. to what Carl said, we're gonna wrap it up in a second. Do not listen to me as if I think if you if you think I'm telling you that I figured it out, I'm not. I'm telling you what I like tell myself in order to improve my life. We're just but thinking out loud, really. If we are, we are just thinking out loud. But if everyone should look into a little bit of Taoism. You should look into a little bit of a Taoism if you're looking to improve your life and. What? It's just a crazy thing to say when you're like, we're going to wrap it up soon. Taoism. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Okay. So Taoism is the – it's like it, – it's a religion and a philosophy, and the the base of it is to do nothing. And a lot of the time Taoism gets a bad rep just because – from like fucking grind culture people because it's like the whole idea is like do nothing. Don't do anything. Don't wake up till this morning and go to the gym. It doesn't matter. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. That's kind of like what it seems like. And it seems like you don't do anything. You just like sit and ponder or whatever. But it's not that. It's like the idea – I'm not super well-versed in Taoism. I could be also fucking butchering this. But essentially what the actual teaching says is that – you don't do these things. If you want to go to the gym, don't build it up in your head like I'm going to the gym because it's going to help me and I'm going to get it done and I'm fucking going and you're going to be so proud of yourself for going to the gym. But also, don't be like I'm not going to the gym. The gym sucks. It's fucking hard. It's difficult. I don't want to do that. I just want to sit in the couch. Don't do that either. If you just don't attach any emotion to this thing or you don't attach too much weight to this thing going to the gym or whatever it is whatever it is then you just do it and it's not because you want to do it or you don't want to do it you just do it because that's what you do and when you can live life like that go with the flow a little bit more you could you could have really healthy habits and it's it's a little bit easier to keep them you know Uh, i think it's helpful for anybody out there that feels similarly to me in that the biggest hurdle that you face is like 
the things that you're telling yourself and what you think about things. You know what I mean? It's not hard to go to the gym. In reality, you get in your car, you drive there. You don't have to fucking hit your PR every time you're in there. You're just moving stuff around or you're fucking jogging or whatever. It's easy. You know what I mean? But it's when you think about the larger significance of like, I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to feel great and all that. It's like really, that's when it becomes difficult to like remind yourself why you do it. And so what you're saying is like, you know, you just remove some significance and you're just doing it. Easy peasy. Yeah. I wish there was an example besides the gym. Because I feel like everyone talks about the gym. Well, and there, also, there, well, also there, we're talking about going to the gym. There is an example. I'm fucking 5'10", and I weigh 190 pounds. Like, I'm not in shape. Carl, you're 6'2", and you weigh, like, 12 pounds. We're not, like, the most fit people yeah. on the planet. I think we're just using it as an example because it's something that everybody can relate to. And True. it's a very easy thing to, like... I think a lot, not, I don't want to say insecurity, but a large thing that most people will probably say is like, I should probably work out more. And we're also getting to that age now too, where it's like, you gotta, we're old fucks. Your metabolism isn't going to carry you (gasps) around anymore. So I'm 26 old. How old are you? 25. Who do you think is going to be the first one out of all our friends to get a beer belly, like a big beer belly? Jake Moskov. <laughs> Jake Moskov is like one of those people that will eat like 17 fucking cheeseburgers and drink a 30 rack and then he just looks like completely yoked yeah, all the time. He's just lean as fuck. He, also, anyway, he doesn't pick a single thing up. Anyway, ever. Uh, thanks for listening. We love you and I think Happy New Year. I don't know when this episode's coming out. This but is going to be... Uh, the week after Christmas. The so yeah, Christmas. Hey, hey, Happy New Year, sorry. everybody. <laughs> we probably could have done something for that, but whatever. Fuck you. You guys got a cool episode <laughs> last week, so eat my dick. Bye.